Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. When two Division I athletes discuss the challenges and successes of navigating life after competing, you get conversations designed by athletes for athletes. I'm Don Sutton. And I'm Brooke Beerhouse, sharing with the athletic community stories and insights to better understand life when your sport ends. Hello and welcome to When Your Sport Ends here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Brooke Beerhouse. Alongside me is Don Sutton, and we have an exciting episode to continue our talk about what really happened in Hayward and what we got out of that experience and trip cross-country skiing. So if you haven't listened to our latest episode before this, part one, you should go ahead and listen to that so you have an understanding of what we were even doing in Hayward. And now we are going to get into what we did do and what we got out of this trip cross-country skiing for eight days in Hayward, Wisconsin. Yes, but before that, we're going to take a quick listen and hear a word from our sponsor. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. Honestly, I was skeptical whenever I first went on to place a bet, but I love the interface and the way that betonline.ag makes it really easy to place your bets and see what there is out there to bet on. So you can head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. So now we can really get into the trip. Don, on our last episode, you talked a lot about wanting to essentially learn skate ski and cross-country skiing. You wanted to learn more about the sport, and then also you wanted to get a lot of miles in. So how did that end up turning out? I thought, I mean, we did, we did what we went there to do, I feel like. That is the gist of it. We did. So I think regardless of the weather, mm-hmm. which was extremely cold, I think the high, the high of the highest day was three degrees. Yeah. We still managed probably, I think, I want to say that I got either 50 or 60 miles in for the seven days. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I was just absolutely exhausted. I mean, you probably got what a hundred. <laughs> it was you, a good amount. You got a lot. Yeah. And that's kind of what my goal was, but it was also to learn more about the sport. Which right off the Dead. bat, day one, we learned that the weather we were going into wasn't the best. Yeah. And we also learned the importance of proper waxing. Yep. And also how cold it is at night. <laughs> All of those learning lessons for real happened on in a span of one hour. Not yeah. even an hour, maybe 45 minutes that we were outside on our first day out on this lit 1K loop trail with lanterns. And 
We decided to go out at night, so it's already what negative. It was like negative eight. Negative I eight, say. and we were not Nighttime. used to that yet. We had not adjusted, and that didn't take into account the wind chill either. No, so <laughs> we that day, that night, we got our skis on and our poles. Don's hands were so cold that we made it maybe ten meters, and we both said. We know how to use our get into our skis now. We know how to use our poles and everything. I say we're we're good. We go back home and get warm. Well, to top it off, too, it's like you entered after that hundred meters, and it was just a straight downhill both yeah. ways. And we didn't even, well, I didn't even research how you climb a hill and skate skis. It's not fun to do for the first time at night. No. We just got really excited. We did. Yeah. We did. But I'm glad that we did that because I felt like it allowed us to transition better into day two. In day two, we went to the top of the Berkey, which had multiple loops, an 800 or 800 meter loop yeah. to a 3K or a three and a half K meter loop. That then either led into the Berkey, which would take us, you know, 100 kilometers south yeah. or, you know, the Northern Lights Trail End System or the North End Trail System, which had, had loops 40 and... miles or 50 miles of loop yeah. as well, mm-hmm. which was awesome. So, I mean, from there, I think we really started off right at the top, easy, flat, and we just started working on drills that... We started researching the night before because of that. Yeah, because of that experience. (laughs) Because of that experience. Now, also something that you and I were listening to and really try to take into account every day was this idea of getting 1% better Mm. every day Mm -hmm. and learning new skills. So that night, we really were 1% better than we were when we showed up. That's the way we, we looked at it. Exactly. We did. I mean, and so every day we would talk about what 1% we had improved on in in this sport throughout the day. Yeah. Which I think really held me accountable too and helped me to, to not get all worked up about not being super fast because the trails weren't built for that at the moment with it being so cold we didn't have the right wax the skis when it's that cold the the snow really like the surfaces just don't let you get a lot of speed yeah if you don't have the right gear and not really excuses but it just helped me to to realize that i could work on other things and get better one percent better throughout this whole like time yeah i think my favorite part was actually learning to skate yeah. Even though we weren't going that far. I I would have loved... You mean on one leg, like doing the extension? Well, or just skating. Just skating, no, yeah. No poles. I did enjoy that too. skating. Yeah. And there were certain times, and as we progressed, there was just things where we were just focusing on getting longer and getting longer. Mm-hmm. And I felt really good towards the end where it was getting longer and getting longer extending and then it just got really cold and i was tired (laughs) after 60 kilometers and i was like i need a day off yeah (laughs) unfortunately but it was freaking awesome i mean you you kept going through all of it 
I had a lot of fun. I really enjoy this sport, and I think that it's really interesting to be able to see improvement so quickly. Mm-hmm. That was a huge one for me. So on the third day, I decided I needed a technique coach. I needed to find someone who could instruct me on like how best to get started in skate ski so that I had proper form going forward. And unfortunately, Don had to work that afternoon or else he would have been there right with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really did feel like that was a huge shift and then the next few days really enjoying my time skiing and you got to see what properly waxed skis look like (laughs) that's true wow when my instructor came out to get me started she had the exact temperature wax that was needed for her skis for negative four. It may have been zero that day. It was, um, it was I think, the warmest day. So three. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, but she had the right wax for that. And she's showing me that essentially if you tuck your hips under and your knees are bent, your skis from a standstill should just move forward. And that's the correct positioning for your body so I do that and I move nowhere and everywhere that you look online that's telling you how to get comfortable on skate skis or cross-country skis says that at the very beginning you know get used to it just moving by you shifting tilting your pelvis and she kept showing me and I was like it's it's not I can't tip my pelvis anymore I'm gonna do a back bend like it's my skis and she agreed it was really funny yeah I think the that is a very important piece that we learned moving forward as well. Make sure that you have the right gear and the temperature yeah. is... I mean, I mean that is rented. just a life lesson in yeah. general, though. We rented. I guess we <laughs> could have gone back and asked them to wax our skis. But they didn't think anybody was going to go out in this weather anyways. No, and I think, personally, I think it was probably good that we didn't have proper wax. Mm-hmm. Because it really slowed us down. And it really focus. It really required us to focus on those elongations to get even further, and not have to worry about getting too much speed or yeah. falling down. Or, I mean, there were some hills that were actually pretty surprisingly steep. Steep. It, they were even for. I mean, they're steep for Wisconsin, but even for other places. Yeah, and cross country skis are not like your downhill skis where they have edges and you can cut into the hill you basically grip and just go down (laughs) and hope for the best and if you have to turn at the bottom you're you're gonna have to make slight adjustments as we've learned yeah but it's it's a totally different experience from that matter and i think having that slower speed really allowed us to focus on Technique. You know, certain things, technique, and I mean, our push-offs, like, one of the things that they teach you is a single leg push-off. Mm-hmm. We weren't going as far on certain days, but it really, when you have that resistance, I feel like you're really forced to focus on technique so that you can push farther. And it's also exhausting, so that's it why I was exhausting. done. <laughs> It is exhausting. And speaking of gear, when we were talking about it, we're going to check in with our next sponsor, 
eBay sneakers. eBay is the place to go. It is the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is where you can cop the pair you've been eyeing. Sneakerheads and just about anybody who loves rare, vintage, or retro sneakers, eBay is the place to go. And here are just a few reasons why eBay marketplace is the best place to go for rare vintage sneakers. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. For sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers that are $100 or more, making it free, seriously, free, to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and a unique selection. And it was exhausting. By the end of like most days, you and I would be, well, we each ate our own pizzas. Yeah. Almost every night. <laughs> yep. That was a part of it. Yeah. I mean, refueling. Refueling. Was, yeah. Oh, I will say the Hayward food was excellent. It was Hayward and the surrounding areas. Cable, Wisconsin. We loved Cable. It was it's so unincorporated cool. and it's this little village and I loved it. Yeah. The village. It is the girl remember that woman in her multicolored parka said, yeah. Welcome to the village. And yeah. I thought It's almost wow. like a hippie commune. It felt like <laughs> it when we were drinking almond milk lattes and gluten free muffins and We. That was you. That was me, but <laughs> You also partook in those gluten-free muffins. I did. Yeah. I did. You enjoyed that. It was very good. And the whole community there, too, was... Really welcoming. Yeah, welcoming. Surprised to see Arkansans that north. Yeah. But also, you know, encouraging. They were Which was very good, I think, if it was warmer time and the tr- slopes were more crowded. I don't think... It was nice having no one out. Oh, I agree. I think that that did help us Mm -hmm. in the sense that nobody was around. You know, you didn't feel like the pressure of 20 people being coming Mm -hmm. behind you. It really gave us the time to do, which was another big benefit, I think, for us. And I'm not sure we would have had that if... If it was 20 degrees. Right. And everybody was out skate skiing and cross-country skiing. So I'm kind of happy that that it happened like that. I am too. I wasn't expecting it to be so cold. Mm -hmm. But it really didn't seem all that cold when we were out there and we were moving. Once you get moving. It's just the extremities. And Mm -hmm. those hand warmers, those little hot warmers are the best invention. I... Love those. I put it in my um, mittens, and then I also put it in my sports bra to really keep my core warm. And I could be out there for hours. Yeah, I same. It was. There are times where you know I'm like unzipping the top of my jacket because I'm just so free. Like it, yeah, you the got body so heat is just so immense, and yeah. I'm like, wow, 
I'm a Florida boy, and I never <laughs> thought that I would be here in negative eight degree weather yeah. unzipping my jacket. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was my favorite quote of yours probably this month, if not this whole year, was when you said, I thought I've been cold before, but I realize I've really never been cold. <laughs> yeah. It's totally transformed my view of cold. Yeah. And it circles back to that What Doesn't Kill Us book regarding uh, Wim, Wim Hof. Huff. Yeah. And I, I just remember referencing those points several times on, okay, what's, what's your frostbite level for this wind chill and this temperature? Yeah. And our abilities to handle cold weather far exceeded what my initial thoughts were which i thought was that's great crazy yeah and you know i now have a totally different outlook on the cold like in the morning this morning i don't jack up jack it up as much as i, I should <laughs> or as much as i used to and it feels great yeah i really did enjoy going out in the cold and don't get me wrong it was freezing some days i hated when i'd just be soaking wet because all of the sweat that had crystallized mm -hmm. and formed these icicles on me would of course melt and then i was just wet and cold yeah. and i really didn't like that but we were able to dry out all of our gear every single day which that i was thankful for because yes. that's the worst when you can't dry out your gear and mm -hmm. you have to put like damp ones back on but we were able to do that we were able to get a lot of work done you were still while mm -hmm. also having finding a great balance for skin the yeah. for the trip itself mm -hmm. which i was really thankful about me too i you know it's funny i was going to take a day off on friday and i didn't think i'd have to because of the day being so right and then it was weird something sporadic happened and i got caught in my own my own doing but yeah. you know it was probably for the best anyway i i wanted to sauna yeah that was <laughs> the day out. you decided to sauna and we got out easy. and we did like 20 minutes worth i yeah. was like i'm done <laughs> <laughs> you took your skis back i got cross-country skis the classic ones and yeah. went out um that was a great that was a great day i think like you said a great day it not because I was alone. It was just a great yeah. day. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just thinking of those Nordic guys. Yeah. <laughs> I really loved the one of the ski shops, New Moon Ski, is run by Nordic, um, I think Norwegian or they're Swiss-German, I forget. Um, but these two older gentlemen, and they were just awesome. <laughs> they really did not understand what we were doing there and why we felt like going out in this weather but yeah but they you know played along even in ominous they gave us some very ominous quotes They're or very, just warnings and they were like oddly chipper but dark yeah it's like a bluegrass song <laughs> <laughs> i really love that yeah <laughs> that's a great analogy chipper but dark <laughs> yeah yeah it was oh man there it, it was a good time regardless not to derail the conversation exactly well 
another part that you had talked about in part one was mm-hmm. being able to share in this together. And do you feel like we we did get to, like, did you see any, any differences or learn anything new about me? Because I feel like I learned maybe a couple of things about you. What did you learn about me? Well, I asked you first what you what, what you. I learned, learned that you me. get frustrated very easily. Easily. <laughs> yeah, when you're learning something new. Yeah, because I do want to be the best. At, well, I get. Whoa, whoa. Okay, it's yeah. not frustrated. It's it's frustrated that like when I have my own time, I learn it right. Mm-hmm. But your time and my time for learning new things is different. Mm-hmm. You don't care if it's perfect. You're like, I'm good. I'm moving. I'm so fast. I and told you, just, you that. I know. <laughs> and you just go. And I want to get to make sure I'm doing it right. I don't want to just get used to doing it wrong. So then I'm slower at it. And then you like, yeah, I, I would get frustrated at, at that because then I would show up or I don't know, I guess the routes, you always had to figure out where you were. And, um, and I, and sometimes I like to zone out. And so the trails, we didn't want to get lost, of course. And so we had to look through those and Mm -hmm. make sure we were okay. But yeah, you, you frustrated me a few times. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know you frustrated me. Yeah. Which is why I thought it would be a good, a good component to talk about on this episode. Yeah. I think that it was, I think we're aware of that. We've talked about this right off the, right off the bat. It it was really right off the bat. And I think it was just a, a culmination of just excitement to get out there movement and learning something new. Yeah. And I feel like as the week transitioned, it got better and better. I think think we, we found our groove and we were just going like there were, there were just so many, it was, uh, I don't know if there was a turning point, but there was just like a realization that it's probably whenever we shouldn't have wasted the, we shouldn't waste this. Yeah, we definitely didn't. Which was was, very early on. Yeah, it was like the first day. Yeah. I was thinking just for me, for solving, like, I knew that for me to enjoy my time, I needed to know the right fundamentals and techniques, so I got a coach. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, like, the main thing, too. Just luckily, we know ourselves well enough Yeah, um, to know what we need to be able to enjoy it. And I think after that, I enjoyed it, even though I couldn't really teach you what I what I was taught so I was like fin for yourself <laughs> yeah I, I like that I like figuring it out on my own right so there we just, knew what you needed. although I did appreciate so there were one, one of the things I was assessing was how people were gliding in the yeah. V because people were still out people were skiing yeah skate we did see because it was the pre-perky and too yeah the pre-perky was coming up that following week and or that weekend and there were some things like you can watch you can see how people glide and their length and their width and I noticed that I wasn't as wide but then there was another time where this guy had made maybe like he went far he went farther than us and his like he cut into the snow very deeply and I thought that okay that might have been a lot of power but you had explained that the woman 
where you got coaching said that that's actually really bad they just screwed up the course because they either skated right after it had been groomed it had been groomed or the person just doesn't know what they're doing (laughs) (laughs) like okay good so i should shake that one off shake that one off (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't be ruining the course got it yeah No, I think that we did learn a lot about the sport. We got everything that we really wanted to out of that trip. And we did end up learning a lot about each other and how we handle certain situations and like what we need, because especially being in a small hotel room while it's super cold outside. And the only time you go outside is if you're going for food or to go out into nature. We were holed up. We were holed up. Yeah. A lot. And so it, it's always good, I feel like, to to really know how to navigate that. And it was, I mean, I mean, I think it, overall, I it. like, I think what we learned about ourselves too is that we're flexible. We initially Luckily. I'd said, yeah, initially I'd said I was gonna go every morning, but it was negative twenty four degrees in the every morning, every morning, which yeah. was just too cold. It was. So. May we adjusted there yeah we adjusted there sometimes i would just take the whole afternoon off and we'd go together Mm -hmm. and then or like the food situation we were planning on cooking in the hotel but that's just not very practical no it's not (laughs) we had to adjust to that luckily amazing celiac friendly places to eat in hayward and cable if anyone is interested in going oh yeah northern wisconsin just another gonna highly recommend it actually i highly recommend hayward wisconsin for anybody who's into just outdoor stuff we might be going back for a canoe trip and for um for the cross-country like running series the trail running series yeah that would be really fun i kind of want to do some canoeing i have like they have like 50 miles of canoeing downstream canoeing yeah it's awesome but besides that this isn't a hayward commercial so (laughs) (laughs) yes and as always you can go on to our instagram at when your sport ends to see some behind the scenes photos we've shared one where our eyelashes are complete icicles and i think that one's kind of fun but i'll be sharing some more And if you were following on our personal Instagram accounts, then you probably have already seen a lot of the fun that went on in Hayward, but hopefully this provided even some more context and insight. One of the biggest challenges of being a remote worker is sometimes wanting to get outside and not having Wi-Fi. Ugh, that is the worst. Yes. But luckily, I have a solution to that. It's called the Skyroam Solis, and it's a portable Wi-Fi hotspot that connects to all your devices wherever you are. Right now, there is a sale on skyroam.com where you can get 20% off with the promo code ROAM with Brooke. That's R-O-A-M with B-R-O-O-K-E. All capitalized, you get 20% off. That's on skyroam.com where you can go ahead and get your portable Wi-Fi hotspot and you can work wherever you want, whether that's Hayward, Wisconsin in the woods. Warming huts. Or in the warming huts. (laughs) You can figure out exactly where you want to work and it will be there with you.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.